Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. See, this whole passage is talking about one thing, going after that one sheep that's wandered off into the wilderness for the purpose of bringing them back. The purpose is rescue. The purpose is restoration. Do you understand? That's the purpose. That's the context. See, we call this church discipline, but the church discipline piece, that's the last resort. That's if they're just being obstinate. Always seek to restore and rescue. As you listen to today's message from Pastor Robert, he explains to you the importance of going after that which is lost. Jesus always went after those who were lost and broken. He would seek to save that which was lost. Pastor Robert encourages you to do the same. Go after the one. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 18, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. When we were still without strength in due time, in other words, at the perfect time, Christ died for the ungodly. Yeah, I mean, hallelujah, right? He didn't die for the church in that sense. He died for the ungodly. He died to to take the ungodly and make us the church. And here in Matthew chapter 18, Jesus is reminding us that it's the stubborn, foolish, rebellious, stupid sheep that wanders off into the dark by himself that becomes the priority. The one who gets so focused on themselves. I mean, think about what, is, what happens to a sheep. Now, I'm wrapping it up, I promise. I'm not going to drag on forever. But what is it that happens to a sheep? you got got 100 sheep. One of them goes wandering off. Why? Because that one sheep is so self-focused, so self-centered, so absorbed with their taste buds in the moment, I guess, that they just want, they're just grazing. They're just wondering, you know, this is grass and they're just wandering off and completely oblivious to everybody else and the fact that they're putting themselves in danger and they go wandering they get self-absorbed man it just sounds an awful lot like me just we just get so wrapped up in our own heads and what does he do he leaves the other 99 behind to go off searching for that one self-centered self-absorbed foolish and just to make sure that you and I don't miss the point Listen to this next verse, because Jesus doesn't stop there. He says, in effect, Jesus says, I'm not done yet. Moreover, moreover, if your brother sins against you, go tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, you've gained your brother. 
you understand Jesus just made it personal? First, he tells us that he would leave all of us behind to go looking for you. And now he says you need to be willing to do the same thing. You need to be willing to do the same thing. Because what's he talking about? He's talking about that one knucklehead who hurt your feelings. She lied to you. Or she lied about you. Or she cheated you. Or he cheated on you. I don't know. But he says you need to leave the other 99 and go after that one problem child. That one sheep who wandered off, the one I'm out searching for, you need to go bring them back. You need to be willing to do this. You need to go to them in private, go to them alone, not to prove how wrong they are, not to demonstrate how righteous your anger or justified your offense. And I says, you need to, you need to go for the purpose of gaining your brother. Go to them alone and bring them back. Verse 16, if he will not hear, if he, if he just won't hear it, then he says, take with you one or two more, that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. Now listen, I, I'm super grateful that early in my Christianity, I had a, a, a wonderful and wise mentor, and he, he gave me two pieces of advice with regard to this passage. Number one, he said, always go with questions. Don't go with accusations, go with questions because you may find that you're mistaken. What you thought was a lie, maybe you misunderstood. Maybe what you perceive is not 100% accurate. Maybe there's more to the story. Maybe there's, you know, go with questions. And number two, if you find that you need to go back in this like second step where you're going with a couple of other witnesses, he's like, don't, don't go find two people that you know are going to take your side in the situation so that the, the, the person you're, you're, you're going to now is going to feel ganged up on. That's not going to accomplish anything. Find a couple of people that they trust. Go find a couple of people that you know. They, they know that these people are trustworthy and, and they're loved by these people. Go with them. And he says, if he refuses to hear them, verse 17, tell it to the church. But if he refuses... Even to hear the church, let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector. Now, the thing that we need to see, this whole passage is talking about one thing, going after that one stray, going after that one sheep that's wandered off into the wilderness for the purpose of bringing them back. The purpose is rescue. The purpose is restoration. Do you understand? That's the purpose. That's the context. See, we call this church discipline, but the church discipline piece, that's the last resort. That's if they're just being obstinate and they refuse to listen. They, they will not hear the loving correction. Well, then, yes, then it becomes discipline because at some point, see, after you've been proactive, and you're going with a heart to bring the person back. At some point, discipline becomes necessary. But Galatians chapter 6 words it this way. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks himself to be something when he's nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one examine his own work. And then he'll have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. For each one shall bear his own load. 
Well, see, when you've gone with, with that heart and, and, and you, you, know, you know that you've done everything you could do and that your motive has been to win this person, you know, to, to bring them back into the safety of fellowship and they just won't listen to you or, or they, they give lip service to it, but they're not really doing any, you know, they're not taking any, any action. You're not seeing any adjustments in their, in their choices. It, or they're blaming everybody else, you know. They're blaming the church, you know. They're pointing fingers, and, oh, nobody ever listens to me, and, nobody, you know, that, nobody ever takes my call, and nobody ever comes when I call them, and nobody does this, and nobody, and, it's, and besides, you know, and they're blaming it on what somebody else did first or making excuses for why they're justified. It, comes, it, it does come to a point when you, he says you have to protect the rest of the flock from the poison, and the discipline becomes necessary. But that's, that's, the, that's the last resort. All along the way, what's he talking about? Go find them, bring them back. Go talk to them. And see, what we typically do today, because it's so easy, we've got so many churches, this girl gets mad at that girl, so this girl just leaves. I'm not going to that church anymore. And, and it's, we have, you know, like families leave and go to other churches. People, people get offended. And, and, and here's the thing. From a pastor's perspective, nobody grows. Nobody grows. If you just refuse to deal with stuff, do you understand there's going to be an idiot at the other church too? Yeah. <laughs> Hello? It's like I tell people when they're, they're, when they're in, a, you know, in a relationship, you know, in, a, in a marriage, and they're fighting like cats and dogs, and, and one of them's like, I'm done, I'm out of here, and I'm like, okay, so you, you're going to trade this problem for that problem? I mean, you, you do realize that you're taking everything with you when you leave a relationship. When you leave a church, you take all of your baggage to the next church. And there, it's always two-sided, right? I mean, it's like, it's always two-sided. There are always, I mean, let's just be real, two idiots involved in every conflict. It's just, I can see your idiocy. I don't, I don't look in the mirror. joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study of Jesus's life from Matthew's perspective next time. For now though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at mainthingradio.com. You're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 and 6 p.m. for worship and Bible study. If you're not able to join us in person, we still would love to have you be part of our church family. Join us online for each service. We'll be live streaming on our church website. You'll find out more and be able to connect at mainthingradio.com. Just click on About to find a link to our church homepage. We offer Spanish translation at some of our services as well. Visit our website to learn more. We'll also be streaming on Facebook Live. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 
3053-5331-2730. That number again is 305-531-2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more from the Book of Matthew, right here on Main Thing Radio.